Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening. It is here that all are invited to this happy place where the young and young at heart can explore, laugh, and listen together. Get ready as the magic awaits you like never before. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hello, hello, everyone. This is AJ with the Happiest Podcast on Earth, and I'm here with Jarrett, Nick, and Hunter. Hey, what up? We are here. We are here for a little mini series that we're going to do all about the Disney College program, hosted by yours truly. And I know for a lot of you, it is a very exciting time because the college applications for the Disney College program just opened. So I know a lot of you have questions. Y'all are scouring the internet trying to find the answers, whether it's blogs, blogs, podcasts whatever you're doing, trying to educate yourself to get yourself ahead. And we are here to try to help with that. So our first episode is going to be all about the application process. And so basically, what are you applying for? The Disney College program. Basically, long story short, it is a job with Disney. You don't really take classes and very few people actually get to take the quote unquote accredited classes. There's like not accredited classes. It's this whole jumbled mess that we could go on for hours about. But basically, it's a full time job with the Walt Disney Company. Um, so with that, you get to move down to Florida where they have housing or you move to California where they don't have housing and you get to work for three to eight months with the happiest place on earth and it's a good time. And so a lot of people have questions because they're like, why would I move to a theme park? Why am I not actually getting credit for this? Why this? Why that? Why that? So we're going to try to answer some of those. So first off, we're going to talk about the application. So the applications for the different times, spring versus fall versus summer, et cetera, open up at different times. Right now we are in the season for spring. The application starts off with a lot of your basic information, such as your name, where you go to school, what you're interested in studying, yada, yada, yada. And then they get down to the nitty gritty that actually has to do with the company. And stuff like that includes what dates you wanna work. When's the earliest you can work? When do you get off of school? When's the latest you can work? When do you absolutely have to go back to the reality that is anywhere but Disney? And so they are really interested in that because that can also affect what you do, such as spring advantage versus spring, which we will talk about later. They also talk about things like what type of jobs you want to work. So everyone thinks of Disney and usually they think of characters or they think of the rides. And really there are roles for every sort of job you can possibly think of. Some CPs can be custodial cast members. Some can be front desk. Some can be characters. Some get attractions. Some get quick service food and beverage. And really, you can work in almost any location on Disney property. So for this, you get to tell them what you prefer. And by that, you get to put high interest, medium interest, and low interest. You overall do not get a say in which one of these that you want, which is a little unfortunate. So make sure if you're applying and you really could not see yourself being a custodial cast member or you really hate people and you don't want to talk to them and you don't want to be a front desk person, Make sure you put no interest for those things or else you're going to be very disappointed when you're spending three to eight months picking up garbage or having to talk to people if that's really not your forte. So like me, for example, I put no interest for quick service food and beverage. So did not get that originally until deployment, which is something we'll go into later on as well. For those, you have to also be open to your locations. You do not get to choose your locations. You have almost no say in your location. There's nowhere in your physical application that you can say, I would like to work at Rock and Roller Coaster because you might end up working at Winnie the Pooh. Jared, what do you have to say about that? Uh, real quick, I, maybe you guys know better because, again, my college program was 11 years ago, so <laughs> um, don't judge. 
So Judging. do you feel that if you put strongly agree on like a ton of different roles, do you have a better chance of getting a job? Obviously there's the chance that you'll get a job you might not like. Exactly. But do you think so, you can do that and you'll have a better chance? So they actually do take that in consideration. What types of jobs you say, high interest, low interest, medium interest. During my phone interview, for example, they were like, well, I see you put high interest for attractions, but then low interest for lifeguarding. Can you explain why the two safety critical roles might not be the same in your eyes? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So they do see, or like when I applied for summer, I really put like low interest for a lot of things and then high interest for the few things I really wanted. And they do point that out and they say, why? So you gotta be prepared to answer that and such. Um, Henner, what do you have to say about that? So quick thing on that. Um, when I was applying, I was a physics major in college. So I was really wanting to get into engineering. So when you're giving your designation of what you want to do, what you don't want to do, really use your, um, your major and mainly your core interest to kind of explain it. So I put high interest in attractions because it relates to my studies. It relates to what I want to do and what I want to build a career on. That made it easy to explain in like a phone interview, no, I'm not interested in food and beverage. I'm not really interested in custodial. This is what I want to do. And this is the reason why. If you can easily explain why you would like to do it, I feel like that gets you in a better spot than just saying, I don't want to do that just because I don't like to do that. If right. that makes with, sense. Nick, with Nick, you're kind of in, Nick, you're in like the similar boat as Hunter, right? Yeah, being a chemical engineering student, I wanted something more technical, so I pretty much only wanted attractions for the most part. Um, but again, like as AJ said, be honest with what you are willing to do. Um, don't put interest for things that you are not interested in. They will ask you for the most part during the interview about everything that you put interest in for. Um, so be willing to accept something that you did put interest, even if it's low interest. So. Just mm -hmm. keep an eye out when you are filling yeah. out the application. Because again, yeah. you don't have final say and there are thousands of kids going for the same roles in the same locations that you want. So don't be surprised, but also be honest with yourself. What do you see yourself doing for X amount of months? Mm -hmm. All right. And with that, we go into the web-based interview. So the web-based interview only comes if you make it past the first stage. If you got this, congrats. It's super easy you have to basically take a personality test to say the least. And it's stuff like, they'll ask you a scenario. Oh, if you saw a little Johnny drop his ice cream, would you be okay handling the situation? You say, yeah, I would be, or no, I wouldn't be. Or if you saw little Susie trip and like scrape her knee, what would you do? And you respond, oh, I would do this or I would do that. It's all multiple choice. And most of them are honestly super easy. Think about it. You're gonna go work for the happiest place on earth. You want to make the guests happy. If you are not really a people person, yes, try to be honest with yourself and say those things. But really what they're looking for is a person that's going to go the extra mile for their guests, the person that's going to have the smile on their face, the person that is neat, organized, timely, like all these things. Again, if you don't see yourself doing something like this, it's going to be very hard to spend three to eight months being a happy person or being a people person. So just, again, be honest with yourself. And we don't say these things to like, put anyone down because you know your personality is your personality but it's like any job interview and any job application be honest with yourself could you do this for three to eight months what do you got for that hunter so real quick thing on it i know that the web-based interview is it is probably the easiest part of the interview process but kind of what i got from it when i was doing it it's kind of a kind of a personality gauger and it kind of 
judges your consistency? Are you saying what they want to hear or are you saying what you really think? Because it does throw multiple questions at you that have the same kind of core values worded a little differently, multiple choice kind of shifted up a little bit. So if you're trying to say what you think they want to hear, that's where they catch that. And that's where they weed that out of the interview process. So just if you're honest about it, you're just being completely transparent in that test. It should be a no brainer. It should be really easy. Jared, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off that. So I did hear from a recruiter actually kind of had like some fun little tips and stuff. But one of them was like the, cause it says like strongly agree, agree, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. just strongly disagree. If you go with like the strongly agree and strongly disagree, it shows a lot of confidence. So that's a big one too, that if you do it, like I'm, I'm strongly agreeing with this because that is exactly what I would do. Like there's no hesitation or anything like you are confident in that answer. So that's a good little tip. Also, this sounds very simple, but make sure you are on a good device in a good, well-connected network or internet or whatever because um you don't want to be that person that halfway through like the connection goes out or whatever so yes do it in a quiet place do it with strong mm-hmm. wi-fi because you only get one chance i saw one where this girl was tweeting at recruiter chrissy and was like oh my friend took it it was super loud and noisy we kind of rushed it and he didn't get it he didn't get a phone interview what do i do and she was like sorry like we don't give out second chances for that better luck next time yep. so like there's that for the web-based interview nick what do you have for that um, also, with a web-based interview, if you didn't pass it, I believe you have to wait six months to retake the web-based mm. interview again. So keep okay. an eye out for that, especially with the application process. So if you didn't pass it for the fall 2019, um, make sure that you at least apply after that six-month window, or else you'll get the email saying you have to fill up web-based interview in three days, and then you'll go to the site and it's like, sorry, you took it six months. Oh, months man. So yeah. Definitely yeah. keep an eye out for that timing. And like, don't overthink it. Just be honest with yourself. This whole process is about showing your personality and showing why you would be a good fit for the Walt Disney Company. So if you make it through the web-based interview, congrats, you get to schedule a phone interview. Again, don't overthink it. This is probably the most stressful part because you're so close to the end. And this is where you pick a time. It's usually about 10 to 15 minutes where you get to talk to an actual recruiter. And like we said earlier, they will bring up things like, why did you choose this job for high interest? What is your background? Why would your degree be applicable in this? Like yada, yada, yada. What locations would you like? Sometimes they ask that. And each web or excuse me, each phone interview is very different. So it's really hard to go online and try to find those tips and like, oh, here's how I passed it. Because again, it's your personality. And you've already laid out all these things about you to the recruiter. So they will ask you questions, be able to pluck it in. So keep your story consistent. Don't be that person that's like, I promise I'm the best worker ever. And then can't bring it through in the phone interview. Mm -hmm. Rip. Nick, what do you have to say? Um, Also, if you're going to be looking up stuff, be very careful with that because recruiters are interviewing people so many times. And if you start saying the same answer, there's chances that there are a couple other hundreds doing Good the same call. exact thing. Yes. So please try to make it original. Like I know it sounds, you know, recruiters basic, eat up but. stories. They love personal stories. They love hearing about how you connect with the company, how you connect with a scenario. For instance, when I was doing my interview for summer alumni, they asked me, what was the most difficult part of your last program? Like what, really changed you yada 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 
and I told her two stories. I told her one about some awful roommates that I had, and I told her one about a really awful work situation that I had, and like how I learned from it, why it made me better, but also how I handled it, how I used the Disney company, yada, yada, yada. And again, it doesn't always have to be sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes you just get stuck with a really crappy story, but you know, they want to hear it. What are you going to be like when push comes to shove and you have an angry guest or bad roommates? Jared, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. So this is, I've got the, the basic info for you for a phone interview. So I speak from experience. I once had a phone interview for someplace up here in Michigan and I did it while I was driving. It's the worst idea ever. No. Cause well, the, the thing is I didn't get connection where I was at when they were trying to call me. So I was like driving around trying to find a spot and I like found one. So like do, do it again, do it. Like AJ said, do it somewhere quiet where you can kind of just like process everything. Also, um, another thing I have too, and what I always do is when I have a phone interview is just write down the person's name that you're interviewing with, just jot it down real quick on a note because they love to hear that you like that name recognition, especially at Disney. So mm-hmm. just get a first and last name. So you, at the end, you can just, you know, every time you talk to her, use that person's name because I'm telling you, it's something simple, but it goes a long way. Yes, I used my my first interviewer was named Amy and I wrote it down and I'll never forget it. And then the second time I was interviewed, I forgot to write down her name and I didn't say it again. And I was in the back of my head like, oh my gosh, like this is awful. This is what those sites told me not to do. But and again, on the driving thing, Disney is a very strict policy. If they they ask you, are you driving in a vehicle right now? And if you say yes, they will hang up and ask you to reschedule. Like I was in a car when I did mine. I wasn't driving. It was parked, but she could like hear that something wasn't right so she asked me and I was like oh no I promise I'm sitting in my park car they will literally reschedule with you because it's against their policy so just be aware of that Hunter do you have anything to add to that yeah yeah a couple things um interesting thing that I did for mine get dressed up like you're about to have an interview like because if you are dressed sluggish you feel sluggish you're going to talk sluggish so kind of 15 minutes before your scheduled time kind of get dressed up get ready like you're about to do an actual job interview because that's I mean, honestly, that's what it is. So do that and then just be direct in your answers. Don't try and fish for the answer they're looking for and just kind of give specific answers. Like, for example, I was asked if you're given like you're in a room in a completely empty room with blank walls with 10 children, what do you do? And you can be like, um, I don't know. You, you can be specific. It's like, oh, we're going to play Duck, Duck, Goose. We're going to play Simon Says. And we're going to do all, like if you're decisive and you have an exact answer that shows that you're good at making decisions and that kind of stuff. So there are very few, I want to say there are very few wrong answers. Cause again, they just want to see your personality. They want to see how you fit within these roles within the Walt Disney company. You have to be a good fit for the company overall before you're a good fit for the roles. Um, Nick, did you have something? Uh, Yeah. I was just going to say like with your phone interview, I know probably so many people will say this, but try to stay calm and try to treat it just like it's a normal conversation with your recruiter. Um, Cause then it'll make you a little bit more at ease and calm mm-hmm. down your nerves a little bit. Um, also, as we mentioned before, like you don't really have a full say in what, you know, like if, for example, if you're in attractions, you don't have a say as to what ride you might want, but sometimes during your phone interview, recruiters may ask you like, Oh, do you have a preferred ride or land or something? Feel free to talk about that. And you can even give reasoning if you really want to, but um, know that it doesn't happen for everyone. Um, I'm currently on attractions and I was not asked that during the interview and I started freaking out when mm. other people did. So again, don't freak out if you don't get it, but be prepared. Yes. Yeah. Be prepared to give a specific answer, but yeah. don't force it and be like, let me tell you where I want to work. That just, yeah. That's not yeah. Go and 
be again, be prepared for any job that you put down, even if they don't ask you about it. For instance, I was not asked a single question about lifeguarding. They did not know if I could swim. They did not know if I was comfortable at water parks, anything like that was not asked a single lifeguarding question, which is apparently very unlike them. But I then got put as a deep water guard at the busiest water park in the world. So you could say that's a lot. So luckily, yes, I knew how to swim. And yes, I didn't lie saying, oh, yeah, I could be a lifeguard. But there were kids who showed up to the lifeguard test and literally didn't know how to do anything but doggy paddle. So again, Mm. be very honest with yourself because you can't doggy paddle in the swim test. All right. Um, But also pro tip. Sorry, Um, with this interview, like pro tip, just with general interviews overall, if they ask you for like, oh, can you tell me a story of something? It's not bad to say like, oh, can I have a minute to think about it? Because yeah. it at least shows that you're thinking about it. And True. it's not something that you just practice over and over again. And you're like, oh, here it is. Like, so then you're kind of like, oh, okay. You kind that's of a good call. This for a little bit. Yeah, and that's, a lot, that's a lot better than an um or, a, you know, trying to just come up with something and talking really slow. Just take a step back. <laughs> think about Think about what you're going to say. Or I hate like later when you're thinking back on your conversation, you're like, oh, I should have told this story or, oh, I should have said this answer. Like, take your time. They know that you're going to be scared. They've interviewed hundreds of people before. Yeah. Have no regrets. Don't hang up the phone and think of all the things you did wrong or you could have said because it's over. You hung up. You got to just wait and see what happens. You can't beat yourself up. Damn, I'm good. (laughs) That's all you got to say. Be a gangster. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And also one last thing on the phone interview, when you're scheduling it, make sure you schedule it for a time where you have about 30 minutes before. And honestly, I would say up to an hour, hour and a half, two hours afterwards, my first phone interview took 45 minutes. They usually only take about 10 or 15. Yeah. And they can call you anywhere from half an hour before to a half an hour after. So just make sure you give yourself a huge block of time because you don't want to be like, well, sorry, dude, now I got to go. Bye. And cut your interview short. That's awful. Or miss your interview call because you're too busy, you know. True. So, any last words on the phone interview? I think that's it. Yeah, All right, good times. So the rest are like little questions. So the first one is cost. Realistically, there is no cost. So what happens is, yes, you have to pay your way down there. Disney is not going to buy you a plane ticket. They're not going to pack your bags for you. They're not going to gas your car for you to fly down there. You got to get <laughs> down there yourself. So that's about the only cost. Um, off of that, yes, Walt Disney World does have housing. They take the rent out of your paycheck. So that is the quote-unquote way you pay them back. Other than that, it's not like you pay a fee for the application. It's not like you pay a fee to get in, yada, yada, yada. Just make sure you have the means to get down there, both with money and time. Nick, have anything to add to that? Um, actually, when you do, if you do commit to the program, you do have to put money down when you say yes to do it. I believe really? Disney World was about three seventy five, which was essentially your first mm. week of living in the housing, and then it was something else. And I oh, don't remember yeah. that on my head. I know Disney World is more, or Disneyland is more. Excuse me. Um, I don't remember what the difference is, but I know that Disneyland was there's a higher bill on that one than Disney World. Yeah, and Disneyland also just be warned that there is no housing available, so you need to be able to make sure that you can provide. And they do ask that on the application: Can you provide housing? Are you able to? So again, be honest with yourself, figure out that situation for both you and your family. Don't blindside your parents with, hey, I need an apartment in LA by mm. next month, because that will suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely right. be careful with your timing, because if you do get that acceptance email, you only have, I believe, seven days to put the payment down, or at least that's what mm. it was for fall 2019. Yeah. Um, well, so make yeah. sure like you have it set up so that you're ready to go. Don't wait until the very last minute. 
I mean, it doesn't really matter whether you accept it the first day or the very last day that you can, mm -hmm. but know that you only have that seven day window and then they're going to move on to someone else. Good, correct. Yeah, good tip. Yep, correct. All right, any other thoughts on that? I'm good. Per perfect. Okay, so we're going to talk really quickly about the times that you could do the college program. So you've probably heard us say in and out of here, spring, spring advantage, fall, fall advantage, like what, what does that mean? What's the advantage? So basically, that's just a funny word for more time. So spring is usually done from January up until, let's say, May, June, somewhere in that versus spring advantage goes more into the summer. You'll end in like August, September, such and such. It all depends on really what Disney feels like they need. Fall, you start about August, September, end in January. Fall advantage, you start May, June, July, end in January. Summer alumni can neither confirm nor deny if that's actually going to happen this year. Summer alumni is just for alumni. So if you've already completed a Disney program, you're allowed to apply for it. And that just happens from about May-ish to about August-ish. It really depends on what you need versus what they need. So one thing that happens with the times is, yes, you put down, I can do fall advantage. And you can say, yes, I can work from blank date until blank date. Once you get accepted, they give you the options for a move-in date. If you cannot move in on that date, you cannot do the program. And some of the dates might not be available. For example, when I got accepted, I got accepted really late. And there was only one day available. And thank goodness it was literally the day after I ended classes at my college. So I flew the mm. heck down there. And like, if not, I would have been screwed, honestly, because wow. I wouldn't have been able to do the program. So again, be very honest with yourself. Have this conversation with your parents, with your dean. This is the most important advice I can give. Get in touch with your academic advisor, your dean, your athletics coach, your whatever you have that is in charge of your schooling and your university, because they will be the ones that will help you decide when you should do it, whether it's like your senior year, your sophomore year, your junior year, whatever, what semester you should do it, and if it's even an option for you. Because again, this will delay your college. Like I'm graduating a semester late because of this. So again, be very open with this process with yourself and with your family and with your academic people, because it affects mm -hmm. everything. <laughs> Um, Hunter, what do you have to say about that? Try and swindle your way into as many credits as you can. I actually got, I got two classes towards physics, which was crazy, towards my physics major, and wow. <laughs> one class towards my business major. So I got, it was like I took, I guess, four, it's like 12 hours, three classes for a semester. So it didn't really put Dang. me wow. back. I got really lucky, but yeah, yeah that's talk, insane. Like ask questions, be like, hey, I'm not going to be taking classes, but can I do a report or can I, can I do something else to earn credits this way, that way, anyway? Because you're getting a lot of hands-on experience, especially if you're a business major, hospitality major, even I guess a physics major, yes. you can really talk your way into it. But there's, I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. so much stuff that you can do there and so many connections you can make. And since it's such a huge company, it's, it's some not a no-brainer, but a lot of universities are going to say, okay, well, yeah, if you can take advantage of it and show us what you learned, then we can give you credit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it really, depends and some on schools your... are different too. Yes. Like schools are different. So that's why you should definitely be talking to an advisor. I know we had one of my, one of my professors in school, like she did the Disney college program like years back. So she loves it. Like she'd always talk about it at school and like, make sure that you do like they are credit approved like classes, whatever you take or the job you're doing, like that's so important too. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go down there and then find out it's not 
credited towards anything for school. Yeah, because with Disney classes, this is a little off topic, but like the Disney classes, most of them are not actually accredited. They're just like, hey, come listen to this panel talk or hey, come listen to this seminar. There are a few accredited classes. Um, When I did the Disney College program, you could only get into it if you were in that specific major, such as theater kids could only do the theater one, yada, yada, yada. Um, And even then, I asked my people like at my old university if those would count and they said no because the college mm. that was quote unquote accrediting them wasn't good enough for my old school and they were like no sorry Disney's not a real place not a real job so you can't have any credits so like I just took a semester off and was like bye I'm going to Florida I'll see you later so it really depends on what university or college or JUCO or whatever you are like what you're doing like if you you need to be best friends with your academic advisor mm-hmm. like you need to be best friends with them nick what do you have to say about that um kind of just like a slight optic of that also if your school has like financial aid or something make sure you read into that because for some of you you might be off for duration of time and your financial aid might be affected so definitely like talk about your talk to your advisors about True. that and see what that looks like and you know cool. there are ways to do if you have online courses available for you, your university. Disney does have ways that you can have quote unquote study time and class days. So definitely talk to your recruiter and try to find out information on that. I'm not sure how that works. It's changed a bunch of times since I've moved down here. So like I don't want to say anything and have it be wrong. But you know there's usually if there's a will there's a way. So just do your digging, do your research, try to find out as much information as possible because you don't want to be undereducated and then set your education back basically. True. All right. Anything else to talk about with that, guys? I don't think so. All right. So my very last topic that I have, I get a lot of questions about auditions. If you know me, you know that I talk about character auditions all the time. (laughs) So if you have kids in the car, cover their ears. All right. (laughs) So as you know, there are people in those fur costumes. (laughs) There are people that are princesses. It's a really fun gig. Not everyone can be it. You have to do auditions. You have to do the auditions. And those are held all over the country, thank goodness, for the Disney College program. So what you'll do is you'll go to DisneyAuditions.com. They will have posted all of the auditions you can think of from all over the world. And it'll say college program audition. For example, I went to one that was in New York. I had a friend go to one that was like in Minneapolis. I had a friend fly to like Atlanta to go to hers. And there will be hundreds of kids there. And you know what? That's like really intimidating, but it's fine. Give it all you got. Biggest piece of advice huge smile they don't care if you get the steps right they just want to see your enthusiasm they want to see your smile yes try to do the moves right but usually it's just like a quick march they'll cut some people you'll learn a dance they'll cut some people you'll fill out a bunch of paperwork if you make it that far and then you get to go home and then if they think you're good enough or excuse me not good enough but if they think you fit the criteria for a face character you'll stay they'll make you do dialects things like that they'll be taking your pictures asking for like tattoos and things like that so just be ready for all of that wear tight fit clothing bring a snack my audition lasted seven hours it was insane there was like 400 people there yeah it was crazy but definitely do it because you don't want to look back and regret it what if you were good enough for the right height or whatever to be a character it's really about what they need so like maybe they don't need someone that's your size one year and then they need you the next and also once you get on your college program keep looking at those auditions because sometimes once you're six weeks out from your departure date, you'll be eligible to go to more auditions. Most of the time, mm. you won't be eligible. But every once in a while, they'll be like, hey, we might need college program kids. So always look for that. And then I know when I joined my college program, they had another audition for five foot and below being like, hey, we need more of you. Come audition. And literally in the middle of my college program, 
got off of my lifeguarding job and went and auditioned. Like it's Dang. just keep your eye out. Always look, especially if you're just interested in that in general, not really. For did the they, program. did they make you act anything out? Yes. There was an what animation. Some of the things you had to do? Oh, I'm I've curious. had some fun ones. The latest one I had was as though you were a monster from monsters Inc. And they were like super into physicality and they're like, you need to make sure that you're setting yourself apart. So that was really cool. And they're like, you have a problem. One of them was, I was looking for something. That's all they gave me. I think I was looking for key, but I had to go across the desert and climb up a mountain. And then I fell off a cliff and I like swam across the river and I finally found my key. It was like super elaborate. So like basically <laughs> things super outside the box. One time I had to make a toy and then halfway through the minute, you had to become the toy. That was my one for New York. That one was oh. really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. So like I made myself like a princess, I think. Something super basic. Don't do cowboys. Don't do princesses. Don't do ballerinas don't do them. Mm. Super basic. So I should have made okay. myself like an alien or something. But yeah, so they're super cool. Those are all about physicality. They don't ask you to talk. Put yourself out there. Do something crazy. Make yourself stand out. It's a good time. And always mm. be sure to smile and thank all your recruiters. Thank your um, audition people. Thank everyone. Just be thankful that you have this opportunity, basically, is what I'm trying to say for that part. <laughs> True. Yeah, other than that, if you guys have any more questions, especially about like the auditions or Disney College stuff, make sure you message us at happiest podcast on earth on instagram or me dcp.ayjay on instagram and we'll be sure to answer all your questions jared do you have the other info for our social media i'm pretty good apply early too. apply early so it gives you more time to uh so it gives you more time to get considered i don't know what that was did i say something stupid (laughs) i just asked for the social medias but yes apply early (laughs) No, no you nailed it you nailed it beautiful all right. Again, I will say, actually, that's a good point really quick, Jared, before we go. Um, they say that your application time doesn't matter. They say that you will be considered no matter what. But it's just like any other company. Jobs will fill up. They will fill those spots as they get them. So apply early. Give yourself a better chance. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. Also, if you're on social media, there is a Facebook group for the DCP Spring 2020. Don't um, do it. And if you have questions asked, but like, okay, be be cautious with that page because know that everyone's on different schedules. So you might see a lot of people posting that they got the interview or they got an offer. Don't let that discourage you. You are not out of the game until you get that letter. Use it, use it for roommates. You can find cool roommates on those groups. Mm -hmm. Do not, I mean, for a little bit of advice here and there, but as soon as people start saying, oh, I got this, oh, I got accepted. And as soon as the accepted start rolling out, just mm-hmm. block the group. Just just yeah. block it yep. until you get accepted. Because after your phone interview, you're done. Stay off the group. Don't ever open it again until it you either good. get accepted or not. It's good to be on that, though. You do learn some really good information that you might have missed. Like people are always asking questions and getting answers. So that's important. Key also, dates coming up, that kind of stuff. Don't get in Facebook fights because you can get termed for that. You can get your acceptance taken away. If you get in Facebook fights and the recruiters find out that y'all are being mean to each other, you're done. Red light. That was my next point is they are (laughs) on those sites. Believe me, I worked for Disney housing. So we were on that stuff every day, not me specifically, but like the head people of our managers and stuff with Disney housing, they're patrolling that stuff nonstop. So don't say anything stupid. Don't do anything stupid on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Be happy me, for others. Yep. Don't tear also them Also on other social media, do not harass any of the recruiters from Twitter. Mm. It, it'll just be really bad. Do 
follow them on Twitter because they have lots of cool tips and tricks and dates and insider information. And plus they're all just really nice people, but yes, don't harass mm-hmm. them. They'll, they'll tell you, Hey, don't, don't I'm going to have a question. Them. Hey, remember no. me? I had the interview <laughs> last week. Did I, I get accepted? You will get a no longer in consideration like that. <laughs> but like, be no. nice to them. They will like, they have times for question and answers. And there is a very, very, very good college program website that went up. Of course, the year after I did it, that has a ton of frequently asked questions. Make sure you're checking out that website before you go harassing them. Cause your question's probably been asked and it's probably been answered. All right. Anything else you guys? That's it. Good times. Good luck to all of you and break a leg to all of you auditioning. We hope to see you down at Disney really soon to come make some magic. Yeah, absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.